Hey, happy Monday once again. Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend and welcome to episode 30 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Before we move on to our guest Outside the Shoot, we'd like to announce in conjunction with the Beautiful Beast of Sports, their final major award for the year. The Beautiful Beast of Sports Board of Directors award three players each year across the U.S. in three separate categories, MVP, Ambassador of the Year, and Volunteer of the Year. They do so to encourage their youth to excel in being student athletes on and off the field. This year's winner of the MVP goes to Shayna Glass of Rancho Santa Margarita, California. Shayna was selected in part due to her selfless organizing of fitness workouts during the height of the pandemic stay-at-home order for softball players and their siblings across the U.S., as well as her continued motivation that she provides to others. Fantastic job, Shayna, and congrats from us here at Outside the Shoot. Now on to our guest, and we're heading over to Portugal's Cove, Newfoundland, as we sat down and chatted with Hall of Famer Colin Abbott. Abby was one of the most feared hitters to ever play the game. His list of accomplishments are numerous, as he's been named to 10 ISC All-World teams, three ISC tournament MVPs, three ISC World titles, four Canadian senior men's titles, as well as two Pan Am Games gold medals, just to name a few. We talked to Colin about getting a start in the game over in Portugal's Cove, his 1989 appearance at the Canada Games in Saskatoon, his time in Green Bay playing for the All-Car Roadrunners, and much more. Abby was a pleasure to chat with and one of the true good guys in the game. I'm sure everyone's going to love hearing the stories. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I've got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. Ain't never felt this freedom. I've got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. Here we go. Classified to get us going again. Gumbo, what's going on? Not too much. How about yourself? Oh, not a whole lot. It's a new year. Yeah. Starting yeah. to dry out over the holidays or from out. the holidays, I should say. <laughs> yeah. How are yours? They were great. Uh, aside from not having Jake home uh, because of COVID, of course, mm-hmm. but uh, everything was good. It was good. It was different this year, but still got to spend time with family and ate way too much food. Yeah, no, <laughs> drank, I hear you. Drank yeah. too few many bops. It was uh, pretty low key. It was, yeah. Pretty low key. It's different, eh? A lot different. Because yeah. I mean, we're used to having family coming over to my yeah, wife's parents here and, yeah. and, uh, you know, I usually look forward to the, the levy on New Year's day and yeah. didn't get to do that. That's usually when Jake and I run into each other and, right. and do our, uh, manly hugs. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Make out in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Sorry, <laughs> but, uh, nah, kind of, kind of sucks, but, uh. Yeah. I mean, that's because of uh, what's going on. Yeah. And, and, you know, because we're kind of eased back as far as what we can do as restriction wise, it's helping the cause is what I think. Hmm. That's the way we have to look at it. Like regardless, you know, yeah, it sucked because we had to stay home a little bit better or more, sorry, but it's making it better for everyone. Yeah, exactly. I think truly. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's why they're holding kids out of school too. Until the 11th, I think. Yeah, yeah. They don't go back till then because just another week of hopefully in a sense quarantining so that we can get things back to normal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, because I got to, I got to work from home. Monday and Tuesday this week. Because, oh, you do because Harley's off and right. till the following week. So yeah, I mean it is what it is. But uh, you know, yeah. bring the numbers down and uh, 
We have to. Like we have I, to. I was, we were just saying a second ago. Like Ontario had three thousand one day this week mm. or last week, sorry, and uh, Quebec today had twenty eight hundred cases. Like yeah. that's savage. You know, it, yeah. I as we said earlier, it scares me to think that we may not have nationals again this summer because that's of right. this. Yeah. So fingers crossed that everybody uh, maintains and uh, washes their hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wears their mask and does their thing. Oh, I should tell you. So I was at the drugstore the other day picking up an eye prescription or whatever. Um, we'll call it an eye prescription. And <laughs> some man was sitting beside me and he didn't have a fucking, oh, excuse my language, no, a fucking mask on. <laughs> what? It kind of freaked me out. But then I thought, it's not for me to say anything to him because obviously the pharmacists were all looking at him. He must have had a condition where he couldn't wear a mask. Right. But it was freaky. Just, yeah. you know, a year ago we were sitting together with no mask on. Exactly. Last week I was sitting there and he didn't have one on. I was like, what's oh, this guy? I know. Cooties. I got to get the hell out of here. That's right. And, and you yeah. know what's funny? I was watching, uh, I think it was while the candy game was on last night. Yeah. And, and I think they were showing a flashback and like everybody, like, you know, everybody's jumping around and excited and yeah, everything's right close. And I'm like, feels so long ago that, you know, we were allowed to be at sporting events exactly. or, and, and just so close. Yeah. It's, oh, it's very I strange. Yeah. yeah. I miss it too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hopefully we get on the right track and, uh, Absolutely. nationals could be a thing. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We and, want that to happen. And they're over in St. John's and over in Newfoundland. We're bringing the show yeah, over. That's right. <laughs> we got a big guest from Newfoundland. Yeah. Larger than life. Uh, legend of the game, Colin yeah. Abbott. Yeah. Uh, I was very lucky to get to play against him a little bit and I actually watch him quite a bit. He was pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. so glad I'm so glad he was one of the noofs that I didn't have to pitch to. <laughs> oh, he would have murdered you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we could have talked the whole show about that. <laughs> he would yeah. absolutely annihilated you. Yeah. But uh no, be interested to see what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh interested to see what he's gonna say and uh yeah. I can't wait for it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. A lot of people talk very highly about him. Obviously he's highly touted and as one of the best, but also a really good person. Well, so. he's been our most requested guest yeah. on yeah. here. So, I mean, for us to get him on, it's going to be huge for the yeah. podcast. I hope he speaks good English like those newfies do. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if he has the, the story stanima, stanima, stamina oh, that, uh, that Peaches had last week. Oh God. <laughs> I got to work in the morning. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's, let's get to Abby. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Abby, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, no problem. I've been, uh, uh, you know, been following it a little bit and, uh, you know, you guys got a good thing going there. Right on. How are, uh, nice. thanks a lot. How, how are the holidays over in Newfoundland? Good. Good. I mean, you know, we haven't been, uh, you know, too, too bad with the whole COVID situation. Uh, you know, we, we've been doing pretty good. I guess the one time being, a being an island, uh, uh-huh. uh, onto our is a good thing. Um, you know, so, uh, holidays were good, you know, all family and friends are good. So, uh, you know, good. Uh, it was a good uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, no, uh, no big, no big shindigs over there like there usually is over the holidays, what? No, I mean there has been. You know, you're getting together with your family and your friends that you with anyway, but uh, um, you know, no big, uh, no big New Year's Eve parties or that type of thing. Uh, you know, I, I think most Newfoundlanders, we all been pretty good with the whole COVID yeah. regulation and whatnot, right? So, yeah. Uh, um, you know, and I think you know, looking at the rest of the country, you know, I think we're pretty lucky to to be where we are right now. Um, you know, so I, I think people are, are really conscious about not doing anything to to screw up. Uh, you know, a good thing that we got we we got going here. Yeah, I wish uh, more provinces would follow. Uh, you know, our lead, Atlantic Canada's lead, at least, because I know Ontario and Quebec are not doing so well right at the moment. Yeah, and I mean, you know, there's you know, they got a lot more people than For we sure. do as well. Yeah, just other things. 
team play, obviously, but you know, uh, I think Big Atlantic Canada have been doing pretty good. Um, you know, save for you know a couple of outbreaks here or there, but you know, it's it, it, it's a flu virus. A flu virus is going to, it's going to get around, and if, if right. we can minimize minimize as as much as possible, then uh, uh, you know we're, we're 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 helping ourselves, we're helping everybody, and it's. Uh, you know, I guess we with the vaccines coming out now and those type of things, hopefully within the next, I don't know, six or eight months, I suppose. I don't know the exact timelines, but we can, you know, get something in place and these things can be effective and everything. We can get back to whatever normal is going <laughs> to be. Yeah, that's next, right. Uh, yeah. Month, I guess. yeah. Nationals. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we want, we want to get over there for nationals uh, this summer. Yeah. Yes. You know, there's, um, you know, we, we've had... You know, it's just been too long now. I mean, we've been, we had Soma getting there, you know, January of last year, and that led us into, uh, into COVID pretty much. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a long winter, certainly. Um, and then, you know, with, with the lockdowns and stuff over the summer. So, yeah, no, we're looking forward to it. I'm sure everybody's looking forward to, to being able to travel and be able to, uh, you know, get back to, to doing the things that we like to do. And obviously, fast pitch softball is, you know, is a big thing. And, and to not have the Nationals here last year hurt. And hopefully, we can, you know, put, you know, hopefully, we, you know, put something together, you know, this coming August to, uh, to put off a national to have it uh, canceled two years in a row with That's the, right. uh, that'd be tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. For sure. Now, uh, before we get into your career, what, what, what have you been doing with your time since stepping away from the game? Well, I mean, my, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of golf personally. Oh, nice. Uh, so <laughs> I never got to do as much when I was playing ball to travel and the busy schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two boys are, you know, I gave up playing ball, uh, to travel, uh, ball in, in 2009. And I, I played ball here, uh, in St. John's since 2012. So, um, you know, my, my two boys are baseball players. Um, so I've been doing some coaching there, um, you know, trying to learn that game a little bit. There's a lot of similarities to it, but there's a lot more moving parts in a baseball game than it is in a fast pitch game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been trying to help out that way. And, and my, my two boys played baseball. Their buddies started playing when they were young. And, and uh, you know, the, the baseball in St. John's has got a good and the monitor system has got a good thing going. So, uh, no, I'm now keeping busy working, working with IG Wealth Management. Uh, and, uh, you know, except for me personally, it's, it's more playing a bit of rec hockey, playing a bit of golf in the summer and, nice. and, uh, and doing a bit of coaching with the boys. That's good. Right on. That's good. So, so is the, is the baseball numbers and softball numbers over there relatively the same or, or not? No, the baseball numbers are, to my knowledge, anyway, the baseball numbers are, are far more than the uh, than the softball numbers, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, it's good baseball, I guess, but it's it's not. It's it. You know, the, there are some good minor programs for softball here. I mean, Ryan Bowen has got yeah, the uh, Avalon medals. Um, I did a session with them a couple of Sunday nights ago, and he's got a good going there for sure. Um, you know, there's some some good some good boys and girls there that I saw there that night. Um, you know, some good, some good pitchers, uh, swing the bat pretty good, um, as well. So, uh, you know, there are some good, uh, good things that the, the issue with, I guess, with softball versus baseball in, in St. John's is that the, the, the minor system in baseball kind of, um, you know, St. John's minor baseball took over, you know, and, and got the numbers, 
uh, where they are today. I mean, they're, they're turning kids away from house league because you just don't have the numbers to 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 play and you don't have enough ballparks to, to wow. incorporate all the numbers that they have, which is great for baseball. It oh, is. Yeah, for sure. uh, but fast pitches in, in Newfoundland, and it seems to be this way across the country that I'm aware of, is it's kind of a regionalized type of thing. There, yep. There's pockets, pockets everywhere. Um, you know, when I was growing up, Portland Cove, where I'm living, where I grew up and still live, mm-hmm. um, you know, good, had a good fast pitch program. Um, you know, and the communities outside St. John's and and like Pazentia and, and these areas like the where and Exception Bay Central where where the uh, like you know Pazentia area, Freshwater, where Malali grew up, and and where the Ezekiels are from, and and mm-hmm. Clary and in Exception Bay Central, like these these pockets are 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 doing okay even now. It's just that there's no, you know, St. John's I think has to get a centralized place where people can sign up each summer and say, okay, no, I'm a bantam age kid. I know what my games are. I know what my practices are. I know when I play. Um, summers are short in, in Newfoundland at the best of times. So, mm-hmm. you know, parents want to plan out their summer as best they can. Um, and I think that, you know, if, if, if fast pitch can do that, um, I think that'll be, you know, the numbers would certainly jump, uh, you know, hopefully similar to baseball. But right now that baseball kind of got a, you know, I think baseball might be taking some some numbers even away from soccer uh, in the last number of years. Yeah. Wow. That, that says something there. Well, hopefully. Well, I know it's growing here yeah. tremendously too. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, with Bowley doing his thing there, I mean, mm-hmm. that that only betters the game over there. And hopefully, you know, they get more more people signed up for it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with, you know, with, with, with the success that, Newfoundland fast pitch has had over the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, we, we we're, we're trying to, I guess, you know, make sure that the, the game keeps going and, and, and kids can see the fact that, you know, Hey, you, you, know, you play fast pitch softball in Newfoundland, you can still make it on the national stage and international right. stage, play with team Canada and do the things that, you know, myself and, you know, Jason Hill and the Bolands and the Ezekiels and, and Clary and do all the things, Malali, do all the, all these names that are in fast pitch softball. And it's good to see that Ryan, you know, took up doing his own program. Yeah. Um, I think that that's probably where the, the future lies is, is getting individual, you know, uh, past ball players basically involved in these, uh, you know, I guess you'd call them private softball programs I guess. yeah right yeah that's right so uh anyway on on to yours uh tell us when and where you got your start in the game um as i said i, I grew up in portugal cove um, i still live here um my two brothers and sister all older than i am were were fast pitch players so i kind of I grew up in that world. You know, I, I grew up going to Lions Park in St. John's when mm-hmm. I was a kid and watched my two brothers play a one nothing 21 inning game on a Tuesday night. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the league back then as it is now was very strong. So, yeah. I mean, any given Tuesday night, you know, 15, 18 innings was, was pretty common back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two, one game. So you kind of get indoctrinated into into the sport at a young age. You know, I, you know, did, uh, my sister was a very good fast pitch player at her right. Um, you know, she probably would have got some national team looks if, uh, you know, she, you know, it just wasn't a thing back yeah. when she was, you know, 1920 to, 
you know, for people to come to Newfoundland and, and see how good the, the ball players were. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I talk, I, just I talked to your nephew Chris there, and he told me that Valerie was the f- most feared hitter in the in the family. Is that right? <laughs> I think if she had, if she had had the same uh, opportunity that I had, or the you know, uh, she got hurt when she hurt her back when she was younger, so that certainly didn't help. Oh, okay. But I think if she did any type of training, um, she was she could have been. A, a, like a, I fully believe, I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, I guess, but I fully believe that she would have been a, a national team prospect for sure. Wow. Uh, wow. Like the, the, the timing is just, you know, uh, she's 10 years, roughly 10, about nine, 10 years older than I am. So, you know, it, it wasn't really, I guess, you know, a few of the the male fast pitch players before my time got a look in with mm-hmm. with team and, and you know a few things like that, but it just wasn't the thing. You know, most of the team Canada players back then came from Ontario, That's right. DC. You know, there wasn't really there was a few in the Atlantic provinces, Mark Smith and a few guys like that, yeah. but you know, there wasn't really a big uh, a, a whole lot of you know a chance for anybody in Atlantic Canada, much less here in Newfoundland to That's right. get the game, but. Like I said, for me, it was just, you know, that's what you did. You you played ball in the summertime and you played hockey in the wintertime. Yeah. Uh, and that was, like I said, that's what we did. So I, I grew up into it. I, I lived it from for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Now, you you mentioned the hockey there. You got drafted to the queue, did you? I got drafted into the queue, yeah. I, was, I, was a, I would have been late um, on an October 1st. Uh, birthday, so yeah. back then was it got me an extra year. I'm not exactly sure. To, <laughs> that was a long time ago, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was uh, um, you know I was I was I was a decent hockey player for the St. John's Newfoundland area. I guess mm-hmm. I got drafted. Um, I think it was in my grade grade eleven or twelve year. I think uh, I just never thought I was a good enough hockey player to to make it on, on uh, you know. In, in the queue, I, I didn't think I skated well enough, and, and um, you know it, it was, and it wasn't even that softball was taking me away from anything at that time. Um, you know, it was more, like I said, just played hockey in the winter and played ball in the summer, and and as, as a lot of Canadian kids did. Um, so I mean, like I said, just with with the ball and the hockey as well. I, I grew up with my, my two brothers were, were ball players and hockey players. Right. So I mean, you kind of you, you lived. You lived it, and, and I didn't know any different. I guess. No, that's right. right. That's right. Now, uh, I want to ask you about the uh, the midget nationals in '88. You guys won gold. Uh, that must have been pretty special for you. Well, uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, these are guys that I grew up playing ball with, yeah. um, and it's always nice to to go away with your own friends um, and, and buddies, and and win a national championship. I don't think any of us really knew. What to expect? Um, we knew we were we were good ball players in our own right, but we really never had a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of anything to go by. I mean, it's not like we were playing against the rest of the country at that time. Yeah, true. Um, you know, we were just a group of kids that went up, and you know, after the first couple of games, realized that you know what we you know we're pretty good here. We we got a chance, and. Um, you know, we ended up we ended up winning it, and and uh, I think that for a lot of people that you know it, it surprised us probably more than anybody, but certainly we surprised the rest of the rest of the country. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, it just it, it kind of took off from there. That was kind of a launching pad for myself, certainly, mm-hmm. uh, and a few other guys too that that played on that team. 
you know, Scott Mercer and and a few guys like that that end up playing away for mm-hmm. for a few years. Um, but I think it gave us the idea that, yeah, you know what, we're, you know, we don't get to play the competitions that we probably wanted to, but once we did get to play it, we showed that we could, you know, actually win. Yeah. And uh, uh, pretty, you know, get some pretty good, you know, pretty good competition at uh, at that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Now, uh, the following year in 89, you attend the Canada Games in Saskatoon. What uh, what do you remember most about that? Um, well, I mean, unfortunately, we didn't get a medal. I think that we, after winning in 88, we we fully thought that, you know, we could have a good chance at getting a medal. We knew that Ontario, you know, we're just, we're, we're going to be really strong. And, and uh, you know, to beat them at the Canada Games uh, probably would have been, would have been a tall task. But I think that, you know, we, we thought we, we should at least get a medal out of it. And we ended up finishing fourth. So that was kind of a disappointing um, you know, a, a disappointing uh, finish, but I mean, what a great Canada Games was just fantastic. I and mean, I remember playing against Saskatchewan. It was in it was in Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were literally bringing, you know, they were bringing uh, uh, bleachers in before the game started, so yeah. everybody could <laughs> could be there. We're eighteen, nineteen year old kids who, yeah. you know, all of a sudden there's thousands upon thousands of people there and. You know, we got up one to nothing in the game. I remember we got up one to nothing in the game, and and uh, nobody out in the bottom of the seventh. And, and our second baseman makes an error, and you could literally not hear yourself think everyone's beating their feet off those speakers uh, <laughs> in, in yeah. at, at Bob Stadium. It was, it was. I mean, it was a great. You know, it was nerve wracking at the time, certainly. Um, but what a, it's a great memory to be there and the thousands of people just going crazy and cheering against you. I guess at the time we ended up uh, winning that game one nothing. So which are, you know, those are the type of memories that even at a young age, you, you know, you, you you pull forward to the rest of your career and and uh, you know it was that was like you said, kind of game not the finish we wanted, but really a, a cool moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, I th- we've had a lot of guests on here that have attended the Canada Games, and you know, including myself. We're, and I always ask about the the opening ceremonies or closing. Were you opening or or closing? Uh, we were opening, I believe. Okay, uh, that's a good question. I I, I can't uh, I can't remember. I know we were opening at the Pan Am Games. I know that. But, okay. Um, but either, like I said, either one just to be. You know, just to go to a few events and and see the whole production and and to you know these you know you're you're watching you know gymnastics and you're watching different things mm-hmm. that you would never watch yeah, never right. watch you know, that wasn't my my thing uh, back then and then and seeing Newfoundland other athletes and being in the uh, at the uh, university where we were housed and it was just a really cool you know really cool memory to have a really you know, anybody who gets the opportunity, you know, should should take it because, you know, you know, everybody wants to win, but it's kind of secondary when you're dealing with these, uh, with the Canada Games and, and, and these events. Yep, absolutely. Now, the the following year, is did you join uh, Lloyd Minster in, 90, in 1990? Yes, I did, yeah. I played in Lloyd in uh, 1991. Oh, okay. um, How'd that all come Lloyd, about? Um, I guess you know coaching staff and and Sam would have would have uh, seen me play at the uh, at the um, Canada Games, uh, you know. So uh, just 
you know, once again, you know, I didn't know until the Midland Nationals, I didn't know anything outside of yeah, you know, softball in, in Newfoundland or Atlantic Canada. Right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know, I didn't know what the ISC was. I didn't know anything about it. I mean, mm-hmm. so Lloyd and all of a sudden, you know, Lloyd, their program was from a junior program point of view, you know, the, the top notch. It was, it was, it was as good a program as you could possibly get. We traveled, uh, we played senior teams, the local league, we played it on a Tuesday and Thursday night was strong. Like, you know, you'd, 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 you'd face guys like Glenn Jebney and Terry Bell. And <laughs> as a 20 year old kid, right. As a 20 year old kid and you're playing in these tournaments and, and doing, you know, okay. I'm not saying that we went and, and, and won all these senior tournaments, but we held our own. Um, we're going to places like Salt Lake City and playing at Pioneer Days and, and doing, you know, all these things that, you know, come from Newfoundland. You just, you have no idea. Right. You just have no, you don't have a concept about any of this stuff. So, you know, it was a really big eye opener for, for me. I mean, we won the Nationals there, the both years I was there. Um, and, but, I mean, what a great exposure to to get out and you know get on a bus on a on a Friday and and you're facing the top level senior teams on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, yeah you know that'd you be come, amazing. You come home, sure would. Yeah, I mean, you you come home on Sunday and you wash your uniforms and and uh, you might get Monday off, but the Tuesday you're back in the local league. Wednesday we practiced, and Thursday you're back in the local league, and Friday you're off to another <laughs> junior senior tournament, whatever it was. Um, no better place to to learn um, and get better, and you know, because Newfoundland, great place to play ball, um, but you're not getting the exposure to different pitching and and uh, you know different coaching and and different everything really. Yeah. Um, so for me to leave and you know, it's tough to leave at 19 years old, but you know, once you got up there and realized that it was just fantastic place to play it's you know it's still one of my my favorite places uh it's, my, uh, it's a bigger town now certainly but right. uh, yeah. a small town back then so how, how was how was that adjustment moving you know especially from, as a 19 year old from portugal <laughs> cove to out there how was that adjustment oh it was it was huge myself and andre Koskin actually stayed uh, in in the same uh apartment together um i mean you know you know, my mother did everything for me when I was home. Yeah. My clothes did it, did it all. And, and all of a sudden then you're, um, now you got to do everything on your own. Um, but I mean, it was, it was good. It was, it was good for me to do that, to, to learn, you know, that, you know, get out on my own and, and do the things and, and, you know, have a job and, you know, manage money and do all the things that you need to do in life. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I said, the, the, the ball aspect of it was was incredible. Like you just, it's, you know, it's crazy. Like that. and and what was great because you're right on the border of Alberta, Saskatchewan, and then you know I think the bars in Alberta would close at one. And you, walk, <laughs> you walk across the street and go to the bars in Saskatoon and close till two. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, you're, you're, you're a 19 year old kid. That's 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 not bad. That's a bad. That's a bad <laughs> no, I would have been in my glory court. there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was uh, like I said, and like I said, and not the same, not just as big a town back then, small town. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
people were great. Um, you know, just a, just a small town Canada type of feel to it. You weren't in Toronto, you weren't in, you know, Montreal, you weren't in the bigger towns. And, and that's, I, I wasn't used to that anyway. I'm used to a small town. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but from, like I said, from a ball point of view, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. So is this where you got noticed by Green Bay? Well, I mean, I played with Andy Jackson, um, and in my uh, in my second year there, and I had you know I had been talking to Camrose Alberta. Camrose had a good, uh, yeah. um, good senior team and a good senior program at that time. Um, I was kind of leaning to go there. I mean, I was used to Alberta and and had played against Camrose certainly over the over a couple of years. I was there and and uh, was kind of looking to go there. And then Andy. Andy called me and said that Green Bay, Wisconsin, were looking for, you know, a, a hitter, an outfielder. I was still pitching at that time. Not that much, but I was still pitching at that time. So like a third pitcher, yeah. uh, but more so to hit and, and play the field. And, you know, once again, you're leaving in Canada. You're going to yeah. you're going to Green Bay. I mean, I, I knew the Green Bay Packers. Other than that, I didn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the ISC. I didn't know anything about anything. I mean, like I said, you, you, you know, you, you hear about the ISC because, you know, you're, you're, you might be playing against a team and, you know, they're, you know, they had done well at the ISC the year before or whatever the case is, but had no real idea about it. And, you know, when Andy, I guess, put a, put a word in for me, then, you know, we both went down, ended up going down there, and like I said, I was down there for 92, right up in 2009 um, in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's awesome. So what uh, what do you remember most about that first ISC tournament? <laughs> um, the first ISC tournament, um, we went 0-2. Um, we get down there, and we got to face uh, Robbie Schaller in our first game. Mm-hmm. Um against Clearwater, so good luck. Um, <laughs> we were a younger team, had some younger guys, but also had some you know, younger, but some veteran guys who were decent ball players. We weren't as strong, as strong a team back then, so you get the draw, and you got you to you play Clearwater with uh, Scheller and Jody Henniger and Boomer Brush, and mm-hmm. they, 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 I don't know, seven or eight or ten and often, whatever it ended up, it wasn't close. Um, so then, we gotta then we gotta find out we gotta play we gotta play Salt Lake City in our first game in a loser bracket. Oh wow! <laughs> so, Why did so, they lose? <laughs> yeah, I mean they played they played Aurora, who had a decent team, but yeah. I think Salt Lake City was probably favored, and yeah. and um, they lose. So you know now we gotta play Salt Lake, who's got Peter Meredith at the time. Um, Mike Roberts started against us. And I actually, fortunate enough, hit my first home run against Mike Roberts. Nice. Um, in that game, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got up, I think, early in the game. And then they come back and they had us down by two or three runs and they brought Meredith in. Um, so that was a lot of fun as a 21 <laughs> yeah. year old. And, uh, and I think my first at bat against them. I think I might have got the count to two and two or three and two, and he threw a rise ball that I have no idea how the catcher caught it because I certainly didn't see it. <laughs> uh, so he struck me out, and I'm thinking, okay, 
Uh, welcome to the ISC, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but once again, that's, you know, 21 years old at the time. And, I mean, we didn't do very well, obviously, but the, yeah. to watch, just to sit around and watch Darren Zach pitch in that tournament mm-hmm. and Meredith throw. And, and I, I believe Meredith and Zach had a 12 or 13 inning game, I think, uh, that year. So to sit behind home plate and, and watch these guys uh, you know, pitch and yeah. and watch the hitters at the time, and you know, you really had no idea how how good you could become, but you, you certainly wanted to have that opportunity. Yeah. And that, I mean, going down there was the best thing ever happened to me. I'm, not, I'm playing on an okay team, but we're not we're not that strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hitting third in the lineup. Um, you know, we would. We would, I think, in the center of the U.S. down there. You're really in the center of the softball universe. And mm-hmm. We would, we would drive, you know, we drive for six or seven hours to Decatur, Illinois, for a four game exhibition set, wow. and your face shoved hand row, I'm already Grant, <laughs> Rob, Schultz. right? Yeah. Their exhibition. Yeah, that's right? amazing. Yeah. It, you know, and then. You you know you, you play those four games and then the next weekend where you could be at a tournament somewhere facing all these great pitchers, um, you know we we, we played in a, on a, in a Wednesday night league that was just you know put your ball pants on put a t shirt on and go play ball and you could be facing Steve Jackson right <laughs> wow. and that was that was in your Wednesday night yeah. league right it's pretty competitive um, so I mean it, it was just. It, it was all around you. Like you, you. Everywhere we went, there was no, no easy games. There was competition. Was was phenomenal. And and uh, you know, I think that especially my first two years down there, we weren't as strong. Right. Um, but um, you know, what it did was it, it kind of set you up for the years that your team actually did. You know, it was a lot stronger, and you know, we were able to compete better. But the first two years down there were great because. You know, like so you're playing on this team, I'm hitting third every game. Yeah. Uh, you know, bring it out, you well, win or lose. It would be the ultimate you know? learning experience, really. For sure. Oh, my God, absolutely. It was, like I said, it was, you know, we, didn't, we, we won a little bit, but not that much. But it, it, you look back and it was kind of secondary. Like you're, you, you get to play against all these top level pitchers. Right. And Wisconsin and Illinois and Iowa and Minnesota basically was a hotbed of, all fast pitch. So, mm-hmm. you know, every, everywhere you went, right? Everywhere you went, you're facing top level pitching. And, well, I mean, two things happen. You either, you either get better and you stay, yeah, or you don't do very well and you're not asked back the next year. Right. 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 So, exactly. so it was literally, you know, as you know, as a Newfoundlander would say, it's literally shit or get off the pot. That's right. <laughs> yeah. you're, either you're, you're good enough to be here or you're not. Right. And I guess at, at that point, um, at that point, after a couple of years there, then, you know, all of a sudden we got a lot better the, the, in 94. And that kind of led into some better teams that I played against. Played on. Yeah, well, I was going to say you guys would win the your first ISC World Tournament in 94, and you were named MVP. Um, yeah. How special was that one, especially with it being in Summerside, Atlanta, Canada? Yeah, I mean that was 
you know, that, that was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm playing with a, a U.S. based team, uh, but playing in, in Summerside and, you know, probably as close as I'm going to, I was going to get to an ISC being played in Newfoundland yeah. is played in Summerside. But, uh, you know, I don't foresee the ISC coming to St. John's anytime soon. Um, so at the time, I mean, that was as close to home for me as, as I was likely going to get. And, and, uh, but our team had gotten significantly better. Um, you know, we picked up Paul Alger, Brad Underwood, uh, as pitchers. Now all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm still hitting third, but Mark Staunton's sitting behind me. Uh, He's all right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Sean Rychek and, uh, Steve Schotter hitting one, two. So very few times throughout the year did I come up in the first inning, uh, without one or off them on base. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but just that team was a mix of, you know, um, you know, veteran ball players. And we had, we had our local guys too that played really well for us. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a good mix because, you know, for, for, for to win an ISC at 23, to get the game winning hit at the end of it. Um, I mean, that was, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to, tough to beat that at, at a young age. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you're 23 years old, uh, you hit the ball at the end of it, you're running around the base and, you know, you know, the game is over because people are going crazy and everyone's, you know, you're, you're, people are tackling you after you yeah. step on first base. Yeah. Just, Kind of this, the stuff that you you see on TV and in the movies that yeah. you know <laughs> you get back and that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Was that against the Gators? That was against the Gators, was it not? Yes, it was. Yeah. 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 Was uh, was Z-Man pitching for them? He was. Darren got hurt early in that tournament. Yeah. Um, I think against the Sioux City Sioux, I think, or Decatur. I'm not. It was one or the other. He hurt his shoulder. Uh, uh, came back, and pitched. Uh, got them to the final and hurt himself again in the first or second inning of of the final game. Now back then too was that um, we had to get beaten twice. All right, back right, right. Uh, so we ended up winning the first game, um, and you know, but once again it was one of those. One, you know, we had beaten Darren two or three times that summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and this. Darren Zach's probably the best pitcher this game has ever seen. Um, you know, him him getting hurt in the final, you know, you, you would have liked to, you know, beat him in the final circle. Right. Yeah. Um, well, but once again, I mean, some things are out of your control, and, and uh, I don't think it's, it's you know, it, it doesn't diminish any memory that I have, um, you know, uh, you know, of getting the game winning hit. I mean, we face Brad Baker. Brad Baker's a good pitcher in his own right. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, you're you're 23, and you're, you know, you're just, you know, it, it, it's it has to be one of the best memories. I'll certainly have, um, you know, when it comes to the on field side of our sport to be able yeah. to get a game winning the IC final. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty cool. There's no other way to. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. I don't. I don't think you would remember, but I played in that ISC actually. Oh, did you? <laughs> I played okay. with Windsor Legion. We went zero uh, and two barbecue, <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was a fun experience. I remember watching well, a lot of games. Part of 
part of any ISC, I mean, it's, it's the draw that you get. You don't know what your draw is going to be. That's right. Um, you know, like my first ISC as well. I mean, you know, you know, if we never face Clearwater and then Salt yeah. Lake City, could you get one game or two? Yeah. Possibly. I mean, it really depends on your draw. That's right. Um, you know, and the ball, you know, and back then too, I mean, not every team necessarily was a great team, but every, every team had at least one pitcher who could keep you in a ball game. That's, That's right. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you may not win and your hitters may not be that good. But back then, you know, most teams, you made it to the ISC, um, you know, you're, you, you had at least one guy who, who could, who could hold, you know, hold you in a game. He yeah. may or may not win, but, you know, you weren't getting beat. That's right. You know, either, right? So that's right. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to jump to Team Canada here for a bit. Uh, how yeah. special was it to put on that Team Canada uniform for you? Oh, you know, any, anytime you can, you play for your country. It's it, it's awesome. Like I played at the World Juniors in Summerside in uh, in '89. Um, so I mean, got a got a taste of it at a young age, certainly. Um, you know, we finished second in that tournament and you're playing against the, the best ball players of your age group in the world. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, once again, to you're coming from Newfoundland and you're, you're kind of getting your feet wet on the, you know, on the softball front, let's say, and, yeah. and uh, you know, the, play the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the best ball players in the world at 18, 19 years old. Um, and then once again, there's a gap between 89 and, and 95 that, you know, you don't really know. You don't really know what to expect. I mean, there's so many good ball players in the country. You don't have any idea when you're going to be asked to play. But, uh, you know, to, to, you know, I guess coming off the 94 year where I had a good year and, and, the, and the IC MVP, um, you know, to get the, to get a call to go to, uh, Argentina to play at the Pan Am Games was uh, <laughs> a, a special feeling. That, that, that's, I can you know. imagine. <laughs> yeah. I would like to. Uh, I would like to apologize for Randy too, Colin, because uh, he, he didn't have a drink today, and this is our first <laughs> podcast that we've done together that he hasn't had a couple of beer beforehand, so he did not have the '89 <laughs> tidbit about Junior Canadian Nationals <laughs> or the national team. Sorry, so that's Randy's fault, 100. <laughs> percent I'm, I'm I'm pretty old now, fellas, too, right? That, that, when I was 19, that's, that's a long time ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, like I said, getting uh, you know on the senior national team front for sure, getting getting the call to play at the Pan Ams with the, the best ball players in, in your country and against the best mm. ball players in well at the Pan Ams in, in North and South America, yeah. um, and then to go in and you know we win the gold medal there, yeah. Uh, Lots of memories from from that uh, from that one uh, in, in Argentina, and then we go to uh, Midland in '96, and you know I go from being a you know more of a part time player. I mean '95 my first year on the team, so you know I wasn't stepping in and taking anybody's five and '95. Then in '96, all of a sudden I'm you know playing for Team Canada, and I'm hitting third in the lineup, and. Wow. Being counted on as being, you know, someone who who is going to hopefully produce to, to help you win. Yeah. So, you know, you, you kind of get you get thrown in at a younger age. I guess 20, 25, 26 is not young, I guess. But um, you know, it, it's you know to be able to play for Canada is you know you're, it, it, it's hard to describe because you're you know you're going to a, an opening ceremonies at a Pan Am Games and you know. Uh, the, 
just jumping ahead from that point of view in, in 99 when we went we went to the opening ceremony for the Pan Ams in Winnipeg and it is phenomenal it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's it's crazy that's you know I think sometimes you know you, you, you play for Team Canada for so long you take some things for granted but and looking back on it now the memories that you have you know of of playing with Team Canada and the experiences and traveling the world and you know mm-hmm. it, it's it's hard to describe really because yeah. you know I think sometimes you know like I played there from at senior level from '95 to 2009 off and on, but you know over 14 years I guess you take some things for granted. But um, looking back on it now, it was uh, just phenomenal. Uh, yeah, you never. Yeah, I went to bring I went to bring up the the '99 Pan Am Games in in Winnipeg. Uh, I fear I'm going to start a social media. Firestorm here with this question: Was Pricey Odor safe in the seventh? Um, do you want the real? Do you want the real answer or the answer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I, I went. I, I watched the game there. I went back and watched it there the other day, and I was like, uh, he might have been out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, l- luckily for us, they uh, they the the uh, umpires never had the headphones up to. Uh, yeah. Baseball because it it might have been a different call, but uh, you know, listen, those are the things that in the game, in, in any game, happen. And sometimes you get the breaks, sometimes you don't. That's right. Um, and that was, yes, I mean that was a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hadn't had as many breaks going into that one. You know, our two of our best pitchers get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Todd Martin uh, and 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 Darren were unavailable for the final. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jody, Jody Henniger and Mike Pietnik step in and do a do a great job. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the Americans had a good team, and and uh, you know, to be to be able to pull that one off, that's kind of your, you know, that's kind of your boyhood when you're playing in the uh, uh, in the backyard. You know, bases uh, loaded, game tied, bottom of the seven, three two count. Um, you know, it was kind of one of those moments, and and uh, you know when. Uh, when Michael White tipped that ball at the end of it there. Oh, right. Uh, you know, and I mean, like, David Boys is just standing there. Like he's one of the best shortstops the game has ever seen. He probably eats that up and mm-hmm. throws somebody out. We're going extra innings. And, and fortunate enough for, for us, Whitey, uh, Whitey, I mean, like any pitcher, he's going to try to make the play. And yeah. he t- tips off the ball and goes out the outfield. And yeah. I said, that was just, that was just phenomenal because um, I'm with IG wealth management in our head offices in Winnipeg. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, we had a function the night before and uh, we with the company. And of course, after the game was over and I, I step on the field, the whole section of people from IG are there and they're, they're going crazy. And, <laughs> and so it, was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool on a number of different, uh, yeah. on a number of different stuff there. Yeah. Absolutely. That's wicked. That, that place went nuts though. When, yeah. when that, Went to the outfield and you guys score like that. Oh place God. erupted. Yeah. Well, see, we were we were last. I think we were the last game of the whole tournament. I think everything else had flew up by us, to my knowledge. Okay. Um, I think because we we hadn't got much exposure on TSN or CBC or whoever was covering. Right. The, That's right. The past. We didn't get a whole lot. Uh, you know, demand order women and. We were on national TV because I, I, I think now I could be wrong on this voice, but I think that we were the, the last game. Wow! Yeah. I think 
we were, we were one of the last games to win and played after us, I believe. Okay. So most other sports are flewed up. Right. And, um, so I mean, we, we got some TV time and, yeah. and, um, you know, and like I said, it, uh, I was fortunate enough to get a home run in that game. Yeah. And uh, I had the ball in my trophy case actually uh, downstairs. Oh, get out. That's awesome. awesome. A little, uh, younger kid come over and, uh, um, you, you stole know, it from he, him. <laughs> he, handed, he handed me the ball, and I was going to sign it and get it back to him. He said, "No, you take it. <laughs> you <laughs> know, you, you you hit it, and and you deserve a type of thing." So, oh, geez, that's um, nice. yeah, but that was like I said, that was a cool, that was such a cool uh, uh, experience as well. Like you're playing with Team Canada, you're in Canada, yeah, um, yeah, you know, and, and to win a gold medal and to win it the way we did, um, you know, was. There's another one of those memories that you just, you know, you as a kid growing up, you have no concept or no idea that you you could be be put in the situation hmm. to have those types of memories, right? So that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I went to. Uh, I'm going to jump back to the ISC here for a sec. Uh, what led to the yeah. jump to the farm from from Alcar? Um, Alcar folded after the 2007 season. Oh, okay. Um. You know, just you know, uh, our our sponsor uh, Les Siegel was his name. Um, you know, great guy, great sponsor, but just you know, I think he he had had enough of uh, um, you know, it, it just it just it ran it ran its course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and and then I guess being like playing ball from '92 to '97 in Wisconsin, I mean, Rod Peterson uh, called and asked me to to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Tampa Bay smoker smokers, they're kind of the two in the, in, in the running. Mm-hmm. Um, I initially was going to go to Tampa, uh, you know, Todd Martin and I were, uh, were buddies and I knew, I knew Pete Porcelli and, um, you know, so I was initially going to go to Tampa, but, uh, you know, I, I just think that, you know, the, ultimately the Lord playing for the farm tavern, um, you know, I, I think that was, you know, it, it was the right move for me at the time to to go to to uh, to the farm with Rod. Right. Um, you know, he's just you know anybody who you talk to who who, who plays for the farm and um, you know who who knew Rod and got a chance to play for him. That's a special place to play. Yeah. Um, and for me to be able to go there um, and spend eleven years there was, you know, I guess to you know, Rob was a pretty, pretty simple, you know, pretty simple man, pretty simple farm boy, did quite well for himself. Um, but, you know, to be able to sit down with him after a game and, and drink a beer and, and tell him stories and mm-hmm. talk about when he took the ball and, and those type of things. I mean, anybody who's, who's had that opportunity, um, you know, it was, you know, once again, they're great memories to have. And yeah. I guess you know, in 2008, after being around the farm for for so long, playing against them, um, I just I made the decision to, to to play for Rod, and certainly have absolutely no regrets. Right. Yeah. Now you had some amazing years there. Are there any memories or stories that stick out from your time there? Um, I mean, you know, we we won in 19 won the IFC in 99 and in 2007. Um, but I guess. You know, your first ISC with a team. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, one one with Alcar in, in '94, but in '99, 
Um, I mean, we won the ISC that year. Um, we had we had Todd Martin and Paul Algar. And not sure about the rules now on, in, on import pitchers, but we were allowed two at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, Algar threw the first game, and Marty came in and got hurt, I believe, in the first inning of the second game. Ooh. So now we're left with one pitcher. Basically, That's and, uh, <laughs> it is. I mean, we were. This is probably um, the finals played on Sunday back then, so this would have been the Sunday previous. Jeez. It's a long so week. We were, <laughs> we were a week. We were a week playing ball uh, with one pitcher, basically. Oh and what I've seen, what I saw out of Algar that that week, and I mean, lucky enough, we never got the loser bracket because that would have been. That would have been tough. Yeah, yeah, even more. That's right. But this is a guy that just, you know, he's as tough as nails. He's, you know, he's strong mentally. And, you know, Paulie was the type of fellow that, you know, most guys knew, probably knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and still ran that whole week with us winning the ISC with one pitcher. And like I said, him, him doing what he did, that was... A lot of people don't even remember that. I don't think a lot of people don't, you know, recognize it. That you know, I just went to high seasons and one pitcher was thrown, you know, most of the innings. Mm. Um, I don't know if I've, I've, you know, seen a guy do that with no backup. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Right, there was no, there was no backup. It was like one of our local guys would have had to throw. That would have been. Not so good, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like I said, it was just it was one of those things that uh, you know, looking back at it uh, in my first IC with the firm, and to like I said, see what he did for that whole week was, you know, to me it, it might not be uh, recognized as a, as one of the greater pitching performances, but like I said, after living it for that week, it, it was one of the one of the things that I. You know, I'll look back on and go. That was you know to watch him do that for a week. Yeah, Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That definitely should go down as one of the one of the best pitching performances. Like that's for unreal. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, and it, with, with no with no backup, it was it was Paul and more Paul. Um, <laughs> you know, so those are the Colin Abbott was not the third pitcher anymore days. <laughs> uh, no, and, and, even, and, and even if I was, I couldn't pitch because I would have been an import. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, Shit. Right, yeah. 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 Yeah, and listen, right. in '99, nobody, no, no one wants to see me in the circle. In <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, in, in '89, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. '89, that would have been bad for everybody involved. <laughs> That's like me pitching against the new Sit Nationals. Every year. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't your part. It's not about you right now. Yeah. Colin, shut up. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking about the, uh, I want to talk about your play at the Canadian Nationals over the years. I, I know you, you won with the Jags in '98 and 2000. 12 with Newfoundland and Ferguson. What where were the other two? Um one in ninety-eight. I won in ninety-four with Rample Brothers in Saskatchewan. Okay. One in ninety-eight with the Jaguars. Yeah. Um You know what? I played against you in ninety four in the gold medal game in Saskatoon with Keith. Yes, yeah. Yes, because Smitty was pitching for you guys. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was a yeah. skinny shortstop behind Smitty. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And he, uh, he 
yes, he he threw really well that, that whole week. He did, yeah. We had a great week that week. That was uh, yeah, because Z Man was hurt after the ICs that week, so Toronto yeah. was without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. we 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 had Underwood and Scheller. Yeah, uh, and not, I mean, not too shabby. Guys, <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, Underwood and Scheller, and we had the Geringer brothers. That's right. Yeah, we were we were a pretty good team. Really uh, good. Uh, you know, Terry Wallen and. And guys, I mean, they're just good. They're good ball players. And mm-hmm. uh, but one day, I won in '98. You're missing one. '94, '98, 2012. What was the other one? Good question. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't find it either. We were yeah. looking for it, but Do it. Uh, was it the East Dance Milestones in '62? Victoria. Oh, okay, okay. okay. What yeah. year was it, Tori? Pardon me? What year was that, Tori? 97. Oh, 97, okay. Oh. I told you I'm getting all those. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to lose my memory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were going to ask you about the uh, the 98 one with the Jags. Yeah, Marty mentioned something to us about the lower deck in Halifax. But <laughs> 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 so you guys had quite a good time down there every night. <laughs> uh, yeah, let, let's say that... Um, Without getting into too many details yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and to protect the innocent and all those things, um, <laughs> basically how how we won any games early in that <laughs> week was amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Marty was having trouble towing up, and I was showing him how to tow up on the steps of the lower deck. <laughs> uh, so. I'm not sure that I helped him a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine. <laughs> uh, but we, we, we did win the tournament, so maybe I did help him a you little sure bit. Did, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure whatever I would have told him that night, he would have probably forgotten anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Marty's memory is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, he, he remembers pretty much everything. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, he remembers a lot of the good stuff and also a lot of the things that you might want to forget, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a great week. I mean, yeah, you, know, you guys did well. I don't, I don't think the Jaguars were necessarily favored to win, um, going into that tournament. I mean, Marty was I mean, Tom Martin, Tom Martin. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I think Musi that week kind of, Musi was unreal that week. Yeah. It might have been his coming out party, I think. Oh, absolutely, you know, it was. Yeah, at, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, the uh, that uh, once again, the, you know, these are memories that you know. Sometimes you uh, you don't remember everything about them. Yeah. Um, so, and, and part of that might have been um, uh, me getting older, and I'm sure the other part of it might have been some alcohol involved. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, but no, it's like I said. Yeah, that that week was. Uh, that was a fun week because I mean the uh, the Keiths were were a strong team and yeah. and you know it's um, you know it's too bad that you know he said the Keiths never never won mm-hmm. uh, never won a national. I think that's you know I mean obviously we're we're playing against them that year and, and we wanted to win too, but um, I mean all the time and effort and, and money that uh, that Randy and those guys put yeah. into that, uh, yeah. that organization it was it was. It was really a. Uh, it was unfortunate that they never won uh, uh, a national championship, and and I think probably deserved to. Yep. Uh, you know, on a couple of different uh, occasions. For sure. Uh, For sure. 
Yeah. Once again, um, you know, that year we were we were fortunate enough to uh, uh, to win, and uh, you know, once again, just just great memories of of, of all of those. Um, yeah. Now, that one in the one in 2012 that you won with the boys in Fredericton. Could you see the writing on the wall for the for the future there? Absolutely. I mean, I think we were, uh, we probably thought it was going to happen before then. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we've had some good teams, um, you know, and, and, you know, in 2007, when we lost at home here, we lost one nothing in the, mm-hmm. you know, the final. To Vancouver. That's right. Yeah. To, uh, I mean, and, and Corey Guru, we, we won the IC that year with Corey Guru as our pitcher with Farm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we knew that he was on a roll and he was going to be tough to beat. Um, you know, and you know, you know, Molly loses the ball in the sun. Um, uh, you know, and and we don't we don't get uh, enough offense to uh, you know to put a runner to uh, across against Corey. And you know, I think that one. You know, I think we really thought we were going to win that year. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I don't think we doubt about that. And and um, you know, and then it kind of didn't go our way. Then for the next. You know, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, once again, it, it, sometimes it just takes. It, it you know, it, it, it might be a cliche, but sometimes it takes a few losses to. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. To to help you, you you develop. I mean, you're not going to win all the time. Uh, I think we thought we were going to win before 2012, certainly, but I think those losses kind of. It, it, the other thing it did, it kind of galvanized. Uh, us as a group of ball players yep. that once we we knew that once we got the first one that we're probably going to run off quite a number of them. So I think the I mean when I, I call them kids, I mean you know the Bolins and Ezekiel and Terry and 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 Jason Hill and all these guys uh, they're kids to me certainly, but um, you know these guys really you know these guys could have went and played for other other provinces. Yep. Yep. Uh, or because they had long, long seasons on the ISC uh, circuit, they might have said, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to bother to play the Canadians uh, this year. But I mean, they, I think the losing early on kind of made us that much more hungry. So that when, when we did win, these guys were pretty adamant about still playing for Newfoundland and, and I mean, to, to, to do what they did. Uh, they got six. Is it six out of seven? No, seven out of eight. Yeah. Seven out of eight. Um, you know, I think he lost in the final of the of the other one. Um, Who too? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Colin, you want to talk about that a bit? <laughs> it might have been these yeah. dance milestones, but we're not allowed to talk about oh, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love giving those one dig I have. That's oh, all no. I got. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and once again, my memory is now coming back. I, I do remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, no, these uh, these these kids are, like I said, they're they're fantastic ball players. Um, you know, and and to see them do what they're doing now and have done with the national team program, mm-hmm. the land team, and and you know, there's you know, I, I don't know when the last time there was an IC. Where there wasn't a Newfoundlander either playing in the final or or winning. Yeah, uh, I, 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 don't, too, I, don't have, yeah I, I don't have those stats certainly, but you know the teams that win seem to have a Newfoundlander or two. Oh, for on sure. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, the legacy that those that, that those guys are, are put forth over the last you know six seven years it's just 
it, it's crazy. But yeah. the, you know, the, what you talk about with the with the uh, you know uh, with, with Newfoundland winning the Masters, I just think that it's you know they they got a group of kids that wanted to play for Newfoundland. They wanted to win for Newfoundland and didn't really want to go anywhere else. And you know, once they got the taste of the first one in 2012, um, you know, it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, I, I don't see, you know, we certainly didn't want to win by a rain out in 2012. Um, you know, we were, we were up five nothing in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think we were going to lose that game. Um, but certainly you didn't want to win, you didn't want to win by a rain out. Um, but, uh, you know, once again, you know, I think during that week, it kind of proved that, that we were the best team there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'll fought nothing with Kerry on the rubber. I, I don't think we were, I don't think we were going to lose that no. game. I think after that, after that, I think it was just a matter of, you know, get every year showing up and, you know, making sure that, um, you know, everybody was there, everybody was committed and yeah. you, you could see that they were going to roll. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, for sure. Now, over your career, you, you've faced all the top pitchers in the world. Um, you know, God, you would have faced Peaches. You would have faced you, not me, <laughs> Fulkard, Kirkpatrick, Meredith, all those guys. Is, is there one that you, you know, you had their number and is there one that had your number? Uh, I mean, I kind of, you know, it, it, it was it's so hard to, to look back and say, you know, who was the greatest pitcher or who I hit well against because, you know, I, I hit, I hit okay against Darren Zach. You know, I had a number of hits and home runs and off him. I still think he's the best pitcher. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. Right. So I've had, I guess, modest type of success against him. Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard fellas say they were, you know, all for 25 with 24 strikeouts against him. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and it was just, you know, especially the Ontario guys who got to face him 25, 30 times, you know, in a summer. That's uh-huh. right. You know, just crazy, but um, I don't know. I, I, I would you know certain that there's certain that I look more like back at certain at bats and say, you know, okay, I probably never really had a chance in this particular at bat. Yeah. Um, but I never, you know, I never really went back and and not sound, you know, conceited or no, no, whatever. But no, no. Uh, like I'm, when I went up to the plate, I fully expected to get a base hit. I, I didn't care who was pitching. Um, you know, you knew you were going to have your hands full with with, with certain of the top guys. Yeah. There's no question. Um, but, you know, when I got to the plate, there was, you know, I, 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 may, I may have gotten overmatched on a certain at-bat or a certain pitch, but, you know, I kind of prided myself on being able to hit everybody. Yeah, mm. no fear. It was it might not have worked out that way, certainly, but, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, I, it got to a point in my career where I, like I said, I, I fully expected to get, to get a base hit every time I stepped to the plate, no matter who was pitching. Uh, <laughs> that, but, make, that makes sense uh, why you had the career you had then. I'm going to try that. I think that, you know, um, there's certain guys that give you more trouble than others, certainly. I mean, mm-hmm. the left the lefty curveball guys yeah. um, weren't a lot of fun for me to hit against. Mm-hmm. Um, now the lefty, you know, guys who threw lefty, you know, up and down, hard rod ball, hard drop ball, change up. I, I, I didn't, 
they were no different than right-handers to me. Yeah. Um, that, from that point of view, it was lefty, a lefty curveball guy who was spinning it in there and, you know, spinner change-ups and everything. Yeah. Um, they have a tendency, they had a tendency to give me a little bit more trouble. Um, but once again, like I said, even those guys, I mean, you're, you know, you're still step, step up to the plate fully expecting that, you know, I'm going to do well against whoever was out there. Yeah. Is there a better mentality to have? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know of any other mentality to have. Like, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. You know, I, you know, and I don't care, you know, if you're hitting, if you're hitting a dollar 20 or you're hitting 420. When you step in the plate, if you don't think that you're going to get a hit, yeah, then you, you're probably right. That's <laughs> and, right, yeah. You're not, yeah. Not hit. And that, that might be breaking it down to its simplest form, but, you know, mentally, if you can't, you know, if you don't step in the plate and say, I'm getting a hit here, mm-hmm. right, and may not work out that way, and seven out of, you know, six or seven out of ten times, it won't work out that way. Right. Uh, but if you think that you're not going to get a hit off a guy because, you know, he struck you out the last time or he's got a pitch that you can't handle, then you're probably going to be right 10 out of 10 times. You're not going to get a hit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, you can break it down any way you want, uh, physically, otherwise hitting is the mental side of the game. If you don't have it and you're not mentally strong, mm-hmm. uh, probably not going to go your way. Yeah. That says a lot for life. In fact, not just ball. Well, Absolutely. I mean, this yeah. is, it's, uh, you know, the fastest softball is, uh, is, is, has been a great part of my life, but mm-hmm. you know, you, you bring the, what you learn in fast pitch into the workplace and into raising kids and into doing it all. And, That's right. and uh, you know, you know th- that, that type of mentality was, you know, I, I always had it. And yeah. even when I was younger and maybe hadn't made a name for myself at that time, you know, when I stepped in the box, you know, the, 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 the pitcher knew that I was going to give him a hard at bat. Right. And I don't care if I was playing in a Wednesday night league in, you know, in Denmark, Wisconsin, or I was playing at the ISC final. Right. Um, you know, I stepped in the box and, you know, there was, uh, I was getting a hit. Awesome. It, 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 it didn't always work out that way, but that, that was, in my mind, that was something fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I like that. Yeah. That's good to have. Randy, you should say, Randy, when you get to the mound, I'm going to strike him out. And did he say seven times out of ten? Seven, seven out of ten times? <laughs> you, you asked Darren Zach and Todd Martin and Dean Holine and all these pitchers, all yeah. these great pitchers, the reason why they were great was they were going to get you out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And once again, they, they, they never got everybody out all the time, but in mm-hmm. their minds, they're absolutely going to do that. That's right. Yeah. That's that's just you know that's the attitude that you have to have. That's right. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Now uh, we're going to move on to the uh, the time in the podcast where we do the player association. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a name and you can say as much or as little as you want about them. So first <laughs> okay. one, first one we're starting off with is uh, Mark Sorensen. Mark Sorensen. Um, Mark Sorensen. You know. Probably when I come when he came with with Alcar, the Mark Sorensen was, I, I think, the best hitter on the planet at the time. Hmm. I think his name preceded him certainly, um, but he was a guy that took, you know, I, I think took probably hitting to a, to another level. 
Um, he worked hard at it. He practiced. He uh, he was mentally strong and really good at taking pictures. Okay. Well. All right. So, um, I mean, I think that once again, he he, he certainly played um, before my time as well. Mm-hmm. But the kind of the mystique and the uh, and the uh, and the legend, I guess, of Mark Sorensen was. I mean, he was the best in my mind at that time, late eighties, early nineties, the best hitter in the game. Right on. Uh, next one is uh, Sean Rychek. Rychek. Sean played with us in 94. I hadn't really heard of him. Um, But he absolutely pounded the ball for us in 94. It was scary. Um, One of the best, like I said, for for a number of years, one of the best all-around athletes can hit for power. He could bunt. He could drag bunt. He can hit for you know hit for average. He could play first base. He can play the outfield. Um, a guy who I never wow. even heard of. Was <laughs> uh, watching him for about five or six years, man. He was he was as good as anybody and could play on both ends of it. Mm-hmm. Play offense. Yes. Wow, that's a, that's amazing. Uh, next one is uh, Robbie O'Brien. Um, <laughs> Robbie, uh, a fellow Newfoundlander, uh, for those who don't know, I'm sure most do, but um, Robbie O'Brien was a great athlete, um, good hockey player when he was younger, certainly. Um, and a guy that, you know, him and Sean worked really, really hard to get where they got. Um, you know, I look at a guy like Robbie who may not have been the best pitcher, he may not have been the best hitter. But he got himself to a level where teams wanted him to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, in our sport, that's what you want. You want to be, you want teams to want you to play for that team. Yep. Uh, and he worked, I know, he worked like a dog at it. And, you know, for him to get where he got in the game, uh, you know, as, as a pitcher, and once again, not necessarily the best pitcher, uh, and as a hitter, and not necessarily the best hitter, but as a complete type of player, you know, he was, uh, you know, as for a number of years, Robbie O'Brien was was a, was a great pickup for any team who, who mm-hmm. we played for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, actually, you guys picked him up in Brookfield. We did, yeah. yeah. Him and Sean. Oh, that's right. Both yeah. Them, yeah. 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 Um, next one is uh, Steve Malali. <laughs> I figure. I think when you guys laugh when we say a name, you're gonna tell us more, like really bad stories. <laughs> well, um, might be afraid to say too much, I guess. And uh, um, but I mean, Steve Malali. Here was a kid that came from Freshwater, Newfoundland, a little small community, um, and basically turned himself into, you know, might be the best power power hitting first baseman over the last. 10 years. Surefire. He's a hall of famer. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, and the, the thing with Lolly is that, um, he, you know, we all know Lolly is a fun loving, fun loving fella, fella, really mm-hmm. funny. Um, can sing and, and play guitar and all those things. Um, play darts. <laughs> so he claims. Yeah. 
Right, Hilly? <laughs> <laughs> Over where, where, he, where he come from, he can definitely play there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this guy is as competitive as there's anybody out there. Oh, yeah. there's, he's as fiery and, and competitive. And um, but like I said, it's it's, it's funny because you a guy like him. You know, he's such a great guy that uh, you know you get to talk to him and, and drink a beer with him and everything else. Uh, great fellow, but on the field, man, he's a he's just a competitive. competitive he's a prick. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. And he'll, he'll yeah. listen. He'll, he'll, he's a guy that he'll run you over if he if, if he feels he got to. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah. And you know what? That's we grew up playing fast pitch softball like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. if, if you if you didn't do it when we were younger, then your own teammates be on it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's a beauty. Yeah. Now sure. the last one, last guy on the list here, uh, I think you're pretty familiar with him. Uh, Maybe Jason Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't say, I can't say anything bad about him because he works for me now. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he said, said the, the exact same, same thing. thing. He said, "Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, sure we, yeah, we brought your name up in this, and he said, uh, I can't say too much. He's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> he did say he's my favorite person in the world. Was he not your bat boy at one time? Yeah. Was he your bat boy? Yeah, he was our bat boy in, I think it was at the IC. 2012? <laughs> yes, he might be. For, for a couple of years there, he probably should have been our bat boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, he was, he was our bat boy. And, like, I, I played ball with, uh, with, with, uh, with Johnny, Jason's dad. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which kind of dates me as to how old I'm getting. But, yes, there uh, you go. Um, but once again, here's another kid that grew up. He grew up with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he grew up with with being in the dugout and grew up, you know, swinging the bat at the end of the game when everybody else was done, and he's running around the field like just another guy who who grew up and it's kind of the same way I did. Yeah. You just you know, you, you grew up with it, and uh, you know, he turned himself into. You know, he turned himself into a great hitter as well. Oh, God. Um, he might, he might tell you he's a good pitcher, but I, I, was, I hit so many home runs off of him. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can't even remember. Next time you get him on, ask, ask him about the time that he he walked the three guys ahead of me to get to me. <laughs> no, he didn't. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. Make, make sure you ask about that next time you talk to him. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, 100%. <laughs> he said, his father said, Jason, you're the only pitcher in the world that walked the three guys ahead of Colin Abbott. <laughs> and uh, I ended up, uh, I think it was the, the local league final down here. Um, might have been the last year I played, and I hit a, I hit a grand slam off him after that. Um, <laughs> so it was uh, it was kind of funny because he looked back on it, and he's working for me now. And, yeah. And that's, yeah. But, uh, is, you know, I'll make sure that I bring it up. Every now and again. Oh yeah, you give have to. gears. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> Maybe every second meeting or so. Uh, <laughs> Just now and again. <laughs> every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beauty. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Well, Abby, I gotta thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, you've been our by far our most requested guest to come yeah, on. So, uh, sure. you know, I, I we gotta thank you for coming on. You're a big part of the game, and you know, not only in the country but in in the world. And uh, once again, thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I hope I, uh, um, I, uh, I hope, glad you never told me I was one of the most requested guys. I would have put too much pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, know I hope, uh, I had fun doing it. Uh, and listen, you guys are doing a great job with, uh, with these podcasts, especially in, in COVID world now. And anytime yeah. we can, 
um, anytime we can get our voices out there and share some stories and and have a few laughs and that type of thing, I think it's uh, you know I think it's better uh, uh, a good use of time now when, like I said, you know there was no ball played last year. Hopefully, there's going to be something played yeah, this hopefully. summer. Yeah. Uh, so these podcasts are a way, I guess, for people to, you know, to, to listen and, and maybe, you know, uh, laugh a little bit and, you know, hear some stories. And I think what you guys are doing is fantastic. Well, thanks, awesome. Abby. Thanks Hopefully we can uh, run into you on George Street and you can teach Randy how to tow up sometime in, uh, <laughs> and, and no, in August of summer. No problem. And, and, and with, uh, I was towing up with flip-flops on that night. <laughs> with Todd Burton, so awesome. if I'm downtown George Street and uh, maybe we're hanging off of... Uh, the green sleeves deck, maybe I'll, go. I'll give you. I'll give you a few pointers. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Sounds good, Abby. Take care, Abby. All right, guys. Okay. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye now. That was awesome. Beauty. Oh man. Beauty. <laughs> Beauty. Yeah. So that's the original Abby. That is the original. Abby. Well, no, actually, his older brothers and sister would be the original Abby. Yeah. No, his dad probably. I don't oh, know how it works. There's a lot of Abbies. Anyway, that was fantastic. That was awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lot to lot to cover there. I mean, again, there I have a lot on here that I. Yeah. That I really didn't get to because I mean he had such a huge career that yes. it's hard to cover it all. And, it is, and the time we have. And yeah. but uh, do you agree with me when I say when we're doing our player association, you say a name and they say, yeah, oh, yeah, you they think they're laughing. gonna, go, yeah, they're gonna say something more than yeah. what they're saying, or they want to say something more. Yeah. But I guess it is a PG rated show, yeah. so they have to keep it. Well, that no, way. there's there's a somewhat we PG. We got the rated. E, we got the E on on <laughs> okay. there, so I yeah. mean there is explicit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, be proud to say that we just interviewed Colin Abbott. That's pretty exactly. fantastic for exactly. our podcast, that was, and that's episode number thirty. Wow, man, we're getting up there. Thirty episodes. Yeah, unreal. All right. So I guess uh, keep coveting, keep coveting, keep washing <laughs> your hands and wearing your mask and social distancing. And uh, we thank you more and more every time we do this podcast, because this is uh, pretty much all we have. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun. And it is fun. Yeah. And we got new headsets and new microphones. So oh, yeah. thank you, Randy. Christmas, Merry Christmas. 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 Santa. We, got, we got new uh, headphones and everything. Sounds amazing. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, guys, uh, till next week. Uh, we will see you later. All right. Take care, everyone. Classified. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, boys and girls. We need to turn it up. Class, class, Bob, Bob. We take it up a little. Out, I'm feeling out of commission. I call you up in a minute. You come on over, I hit it. I'm the one who said he's never gonna do it, but did it. Yeah, your love is addictive. Without the hugging and kissing, you got me breaking the bank. Got me spending my dough. I love the way that you taste and leave your scent on my clothes. You take my breath away. Choked up, literally. My body felt the pain those couple days when we broke up. You killing me. Yeah, my parents tried to pre-war me But now we higher than E-40 and King Gordy When I'm in the studio recording, it seems boring Until you come around each morning and reward me Losing my nerves when I was feeling them tight Yeah, I'm falling in love, but kept me up every night We've been together for years, I can't believe that it lasted I love you till you're gone and you're nothing but ashes You smoking, girl
when the climate is dense. Yeah. You give me the type of high, the type of high I would miss. Yeah. When you light up, I can't explain how much excitement I get. Yeah. Travel to California, I catch a flight for your sin. You, you got the same